Happy Friday, happy Friday, happy Friday. In the words of uh, Oprah Winfrey. Well, not the words of Oprah Winfrey, but you know, she always does that enthusiastic tone of hello. That's what I'm basically trying to get at. Um, hi, everybody. Happy Friday, November the 19th. It's I, Andrew DeVitri, the mistress of pop culture, once again delivering you some yummy, 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 delicious stories of the culture of pop, pop culture. Uh, I have four today, four good ones. Um, well-rounded stories, in my not-so-humble opinion. Um, and that's just what I'm here to do. So I came up with a plan, like man with a plan. That's either Matt LeBlanc's show, or was Matt LeBlanc's show man with a plan, or that Tim Allen show. I forget what it was called. I think it was Matt LeBlanc's show, though. I just happened to be thinking about him because I love my Joey. Um... Uh, and this is going to be my schedule for next week. So I'm going to do a show Monday. Monday night I head out of town for the holiday. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. No shows. No episodes. Um, Monday the following, uh, which is... Let me look at my calendar. Uh, December the 29th. Maybe. Tuesday the, twen- Tuesday the, the 30th. Yes. Definitely. Um, I said what I said, so that's it. So I'm going to be, unless, well, unless there's going to be some like major story that develops, in which case, honey, I'm going to jump on my mic and chit and chat with you guys because I love, I have to give my two cents about what's going on in the world, but that's the, the, the tentative plan. So we shall see. Um, but aside from that, I hope everybody had a great week and I hope you all have a fabulous weekend coming up. I have some stuff going on, some stuff, you know, just stuff. Uh, but let's, let's get into our stories because it's the freaking weekend, baby. So our first story was from E! News. I have the news that everybody already knew about, but I'm just going to sort of reiterate it because it was a story on Thursday that I was like, okay, well, I have to talk about this because it's basically all anyone's ever talking about these days is that Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson are officially dating, which is like kind of like a duh, but you know, E! News put it out there. So I'm going to just, I'm, I'm the messenger. Hi, Bubu. My dog's sitting next to me looking at his paws. He gets a little bit of anxiety when his other dad is out of town, but that's okay because he's a good boy and he's with me and I give him so much love. Okay. Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson are taking their friendship to the next level. A source close to Kim tells Z News the 41-year-old reality star and the 28-year-old Saturday Night Live comedian are officially dating. Quote, they are really, really happy and seeing where it goes. Pete has told her he doesn't want to see anyone else, the source says, noting Kim apparently feels the same. Quote, she's just telling some people that they aren't super serious, but she isn't seeing anyone else. So basically, they're exclusive. That's always a difficult conversation to have, especially in the gay world. But this isn't about that. (laughs) This is about the hetero world. She's trying not to make a big deal about it, but she's super into him. Though the mother of four is trying to keep it low-key, the insider says, quote, Kim is smitten over him, and it's very exciting to her. Apparently, the beauty mogul feels, quote, giddy around the King of Staten Island star with a source sharing, quote, he makes her laugh the entire time they are together, and she's completely enthralled by him. I love to hear that. Kim's feelings for Pete were made evident when she brought him to Chris Jenner's Palm Springs home, an event the source describes as, quote, a huge deal. The insider notes, everyone is happy for her. Though they are currently living on opposite coasts, the source says they are making distance work and have plans to continue seeing each other. Well, obviously, Pete must live in New York. Oh, Staten Island, because he was the king of Staten Island in that movie. And also, he's on SNL, so obviously, he's in New York. Kim is... In L.A., but she's obviously bi-coastal and she has a private jet, so she can just go back and forth to her, you know, to her liking. <laughs> you know, there's an age-old adage, sometimes distance makes the heart grow fonder. 
And if Kim and uh, Peter are just having fun right now, then that's just great. Leave it at that. You don't have to see each other all the time. And when you don't see somebody all the time and you're in those, like, preliminary steps and days of dating, it's great. Um, but I'm really happy for her and I'm really happy for him. And I think this is a great, you know, dipping your toe in the water of a prospective relationship post a very long marriage. Not very long, but long marriage for kids. And it's, it'll be interesting to see where this goes. And it, honestly, hi, bubs. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if it ended, but I wouldn't be surprised if it lasted. So maybe these two kids are just having fun. Do you want me to rub your belly? Heat, you know, when your dog does a thing where he, oh, my, he always knows when I'm working. Honey, I am trying to make a living so I can feed you. Um, <clears throat> that's pretty much the story. It's unclear. One of the pair decided to go from friends to something more, but fans are living for the developments. As one person wrote on Twitter, quote, Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson are dating. Something is in the air. Yeah, something's in the air. Love. Love is in the air. Every time I look around. Remember that iconic song? I don't know who sings it, but it is iconic. Okay. Second story of the day comes from page six. Maskless Ramona Singer. Okay, by the way, this isn't a political statement. This is just a funny story that I thought I'd share because there's a photo that accompanies this article. Which I can't share because I am an audio type show. But if you go on page six and read the story, you'll see it. It's very funny. Maskless Ramona Singer acts like a brat at, quote, Diana Broadway opening. Okay. Ramona Singer on The Real Houses of New York obviously went to a Broadway show because she lives in New York. And I guess she was being a diva. <laughs> Love to see it. Ramona Singer displayed deciding, decidedly less than royal manners at the opening of Diana, the musical on Broadway on Wednesday night. A spy exclusively told page six. That the Real Housewives of New York City star, 65, waltzed into the Long Acre Theater and took her seat in the very front row with a drink in hand. She then placed her drink on the stage like she was at a bar at Broadway Theater. If you know Real Housewives of New York and you know Ramona, you know that she, when she walks into a room or a house or a vacation, she acts like the head girl in charge, the head dog in charge, the alpha. You know, her whole debacles with picking a room and... But the fact that... Allegedly, Ramona did this. is very funny, but I can imagine Ramona going into like a prestigious Broadway theater, sitting in the front row and putting her cocktail on the stage, which is where the performers perform, and just like pish posh poshing. I mean, Ramona, hilarious. Um, a flabbergasted usher told Singer that drinks aren't allowed on stage, so she reluctantly took it off, only only to put it back on. That's very funny. The inconsiderate behavior didn't end there, though Broadway requires all theater goers to wear masks inside due to COVID-19, but the Bravo Liberty seemed to believe that rules didn't apply to her. Now, I'm assuming Ramona is vaccinated because I I, I can only imagine... I, I, I don't know this for sure, but one would assume um, that Bravo would make their employees be vaccinated. Filming and, you know, taking all the precautions to make sure everybody's safe and whatnot. Um, I'm assuming, I'm assuming, I'm not saying that's true, but, you know, I'm going to assume. Um, gossip columnist Rob Shutter snapped a pick of the singer seated, seated maskless right next to an usher who held up a sign reading, quote, mask up. It's like a paddleboard that says mask up. With a picture of a mask, singer eventually p- put her mask on, but not before rolling her eyes, according to Shutter. The four-word answer author, 48, noted that most people had straws in their drinks so they could sip while wearing a mask, but not singers. She had no straw, which gave her an excuse to remove her mask each time she wanted to have a sip of her cocktail. The reality star's ludish behavior continued during the intermission when she donned her fur coat and sashayed out to get another drink from the bar. She didn't return to her seat until after the first song in the second act, no doubt being an unwelcome distraction to the cast as she was seated close to the stage. 
One reach for a comment Thursday morning, a rapper singer insisted to page six that she had, quote, adhered to all the theater rules during her night out. Um, Ramona only took her mask off when she took a sip of her drink, which was allowed. The rep said numerous attendees had drinks on the stage. 30 minutes prior to the play starting, once the announcement was made that drinks were not allowed on the ledge of the stage, everyone immediately removed. Okay, I actually do believe that. And I have sat front row of, I have sat in the front row of theaters. I mean, I've never put a cocktail on a stage because as someone who's been in many, many musical theater performances, I, I would never do that because it's just not respectful. But it's like, I, I mean, I'm sure because it, was, because it is Ramona Singer and she is famous and she is, you know, all eyes on Ramona whenever she's out and about in New York. The people are obviously going to sell a story to page six to probably pay their utility bill or whatever. I'm not being shady. I'm just being honest and real, real. Um, but it is very funny because it's very much in the vein of like how Ramona Singer would allegedly act because she's very funny and she's very wild and she's out there and you know she's just like it's Ramona's world and we're just living in it essentially is what I'm getting at so funny third story of the day somebody who I absolutely love to talk about something very interesting that I didn't know about this individual is why Blake Lively doesn't drink and her tip to still getting the quote flavor experience at parties this is from People Magazine I had no idea which is really interesting because Serena Vanderwood who she played on Gossip Girl was a big drinker and her husband owns a liquor company so the irony Blake Lively may not drink, but she still likes to party. Of course, she's, like, always going to be SVD. No, SVW. Serena Vanderwood said. Yeah. The actress and Betty Buzz founder recently spoke to reporters in a mocktail-making class promoting her new line of mixers about her decision not to consume alcohol. Quote, I don't drink because I don't like the effects of alcohol, but I like being a part of it, she said. I like being social. I like people coming together. I found that sometimes not drinking, the thing that was interesting was that it was a little alienating because you don't feel, <clears throat> excuse me, because you don't feel, and maybe it's just in your own head, but you just don't really feel part of it. That's interesting. Her experience, of course, led her to create Betty Buzz, which includes five flavors of bottle beverages that can be mixed with liquor, but more than stand up on their own. The line, tonic water, sparkling grapefruit, Meyer lemon club soda, sparkling lemon lime, and ginger beer, I love ginger beer, is currently offered in 12 packs for $29.99 online, and that's select retailers across the country. Quote, when we first started talking about this company, one of the conversations that came up was like, are we going to be pushing a boulder up a hill because you don't drink and mixers are made to mix with alcohol? I mean, that's the name of them. So are you going to have credibility in the space as somebody who doesn't drink? And I was like, yeah, because I feel like I'm somebody who really likes flavor. And that's it for me, recall lively. The Gossip Girl alum revealed she is often the mixologist at her parties, despite husband Ryan Reynolds being owner of Aviation Gin. Though she makes a mean cocktail for others, she was often than having to do, quote, much more heavy lifting when it came to her own drinks. One tip she picked up was to add one or two drops of liquor to a mixed drink like you would bitters. Very interesting. Now, actually, I have to agree with her. I don't like the effects of alcohol. I do drink. And, you know, when I have dinner, I like a nice glass, a nice glass of wine, a red or rosé. But I'm not much of a hard liquor guy because I do really, like, in my old age of, ripe old age of 32, I don't, my body just doesn't handle it. And I was actually having a conversation with my barber last week about this. And I said to him, what I said to him was this. I was like, I love, um, you know, a glass of wine. I love, a, you know, a, a nice clean whiskey, but I can't handle vodka anymore. Like, when I was in college, I literally could you not, my freshman year in college, my friends and I would get a bottle of Burnett's or Smirnoff or Goldschlager, if you know, you know, and have, like, I, I could do not eight to like 10 shots in a night and be fine the next night and ready to go out again. I don't know how my body did that. I don't know. I, I can barely even handle one hard drink now. If I have one hard drink, I'm like heading for days. I have to take, if I don't take 
two Advil, I'll have a bottle of water or two before bed, I'm out of it the next day. Like, and sometimes trickling into the day after that. So I totally understand the, that. Um, but I do love a glass of wine. And it, you know, I do wonder though, like with Blake Lively, because I assume her husband drinks because he has a liquor company. Uh, I wonder how she like, you know, when she's at a party, like part of why I like to have a cocktail is like that. I like that buzz feeling. It's fun. You know, you want you want to feel loose and relaxed. But maybe Blake Lively uh, is one of those gals who just naturally has it inside of her to be, you know, cool, easy, breezy, uh, breezy. It's a friend's reference, um, which wouldn't surprise me because she is really cool. Chai, why are you biting your leg? Do your dogs ever like bite their feet? Don't bite your feet, honey. Don't do that. Why are you biting your feet? Dogs are so interesting. Anyways, I think this is really interesting, and I really have to try Blake Lively's um, what not chasers, but like uh, whatever you call them. The things. Um, because I'm sure she put her name on a brand or, you know, attached her name to something. It's good quality. <clears throat> so, yeah. And this brings us to our fourth and final story of the day. A little bit of a real estate news. Uh, but another housewife, and that is NeNe Leakes from The Real Housewives of Atlanta. NeNe Leakes slashes price again on homes with late husband. Um, Nene Leakes seems to want to waste no time selling the Georgia home she's lived in with her late husband, Greg Leakes, for the past seven years. The former Real Housewives of Atlanta star has slashed the price of her Duluth home just outside of Atlanta for the second time in less than two months, the Post has learned. Initially listing the home for $4 million in September, Nene cut the price to $3.8 million just last month on Tuesday. The price went down to $3.495 million, a $500,000 price decrease from the initial listing. The reality star 53 put the home up for sale the same month Greg passed away after a four-year battle with colon cancer. This is considered the first home they purchased together back in 2015 for over a little, a little over $2 million. After she was slammed for renting several properties prior to a 2008 eviction... Um, and then the article obviously goes on to provide photos, but if you watch the house of Atlanta, you, you've seen the house. It's gorgeous. Actually, Nini, I think, does a tour on YouTube somewhere for Bravo, and it's a beautiful house. Gorgeous pool, an amazing closet, uh, <coughs> excuse me, spanning almost 10,000 square feet, the Mediterranean-style home. Quote, gives you a West, gives you West Coast vibes, the listing states. It also comes with the two chefs' kitchens, waterfall features. And is accompanied by a full wraparound covered patio. The owner's suite is complete with a fireplace, a freestanding tub, and his and hers double vanity. <coughs> Sorry. I have some food stuck in my throat. Nini has been open about needing to move on from her husband's death. Quote, the last five days before his passing were really beautiful. She revealed in a September interview with People. All of his children were there. His best friends were there. Our closest friends were there. We all sat around him. We all, we all sat around with him. We all sat with him around the clock. Excuse me. We talked a lot. We made peace with what was happening, she added, reflecting on her 25-year relationship with Greg. Nini and Greg were married from 97 to 2011 when they divorced, but they were married in a Bravo special, I Dream of Nini, the wedding in 2013. They share one son, Brent, 22, and have children from previous relationships. Well, I understand why Nini wants to obviously let go. The house probably carries a lot of memories. It's probably really hard for her, which is totally understandable. But um, it's a beautiful home, so if you got 4.3 mil... I suggest you purchase it because Nini's got really good taste. And it's gorgeous. It's a gorgeous house. And it's a piece of history. It's a piece of Bravo history. So um, I wish her luck with the sale. And I'm sure someone with Mula is going to be purchasing that from Miss Leaks. So that is our Friday episode, everybody. It was good. Four good stories, I think, in my opinion. There's a lot of other stories, too. But, you know, 
I pick, I'm very selective. Um, thank you so much as always for tuning in. I'm Andrew DeVitri, the mistress of pop culture, here to deliver stellar pop culture stories. You can stream my podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Castbox Radio, iTunes, the podcast app on the iPhone, basically anywhere a podcast stream. I hope you all have a very fabulous and dandy weekend ahead of you. And if you don't, then I hope you just stay home, chill, kick up your heels, and watch a movie or something like I'm probably going to do. I just love laying low and relaxing. It's, like, so fun. Um, aside from that, uh, have a great weekend. I'll be back on Monday. And, uh, bye! <laughs>